This is exactly right. All right, Scott, you ready? Oh, yes, I am ready to laugh and laugh and laugh. This is maybe one of my favorite stories ever. Okay. Ever. Here That's it is. Saying a lot. The man who learned he could suck water up into his anus and turned it into a career. <laughs> it really is the back half of that sentence that brings it all together. All right, well, let's, uh, let's learn about career choices on this episode of Bananas. Welcome to Bananas. That's Scotty Landis. That's Kurt Brownoller. We're doing this one live and in person for the first time and since our second episode. The first, first time since that is crazy. It also, is crazy. that uh, that cover of the Bananas theme song mm-hmm. was done by the Pom Poms. Mm-hmm. Jesse Payo. She absolutely. She's uh, fantastic and wonderful. A great musician and uh, made a really great cover. I thought probably a future guest on Bananas podcast. Ooh, I would say that's a great idea. Probably a future guest. So, Anyways, before we bring on our very very special guest, we have a very very big announcement. Mm-hmm. We have been talking about it since we began this podcast, Scotty. Mm-hmm. We've wanted to do this the entire time bananas mm-hmm. is going on tour yes we are yes we are we're doing a mini tour we're doing a little mini tour starting off uh we're gonna go to connecticut heard of it space ballroom hamden connecticut october 23rd cannot wait that's the first one october 28th back in it. los angeles yes we are at the dynasty typewriter probably a halloween episode and live streamed as well for people who are not in los angeles that's right then we've got November eighteenth, November eleventh and twelfth, Indianapolis, mm-hmm. White Cat, White Rabbit Cabaret, the heartbeat of America. Then November, uh, October, no, that's in November. We're, uh, we know our dates. I know our dates. <laughs> yeah, November eleventh, November twelfth, Indianapolis and Fort Wayne, and then finally ending yeah. November eighteenth at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's gonna be the best. It's all locked down. Go to uh, the Instagram. Uh, for uh, tickets, it's all in our link, or just go to link tree slash bananas Probably. podcast. We're coming for you, America, so get ready. Get ready. All right, you want to bring our guest on? Scott? The most special guest. The most special guest. Probably, oh, sh- she was our first guest. Yes. First yes. guest before the Great Choir began. Yeah. And since then, she started listening to Bananas Every once in a while, maybe one or two episodes, but she definitely bought a Best in the Biz shirt. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> That's all that matters. She really wants to talk, but we haven't said her name yet. <laughs> she is an absolute, she's a world-class comedian. Powerhouse. She, she is a, she's a, a block-busting actor. Uh, you can see her in the new, uh, the new uh, season of What We Do in the Shadows that just came mm-hmm. out, as well as the fantastic Disney show, uh, The Mysterious Benedict Society. Please Whoa. welcome to the show, Kristen Shaw. Thank you so much oh for having God. me. Oh um, left out Bob's Burgers. Oh, well, and always on Bob's Burgers. For yeah, the past 12 years, 
Yeah. Has it been 12 years? Uh, season 13 uh, we're making. Oh Incredible. Incredible. Oh, the Mysterious Benedict Society is so good. You're watching it? Yes, I am. It is amazing. Oh, and also, you are like that really... my heart. You are doing some like... Really? You're doing some acting chops there. Mm. Oh, yeah? Mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for noticing. Oh, that's really sweet. Thanks, Thanks, Kurt. That means a lot that you watch the show. That's oh, I so think it's, nice. It's really special. It's a really special show. I get choked up. Yeah. <laughs> friends, friends who support each other. <laughs> Wow. Now I feel bad I didn't fly to Denver to see your stand-up. You oh, should have. It was great. I it was, was a huge hit. People loved it. Yeah, people loved it. I'm Kurt. excited for people to see it. Yeah, It'll be, be out so someday. Are are you guys requiring vac- vaccinations? At the shows? We yeah. sure are. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Yeah. yeah it just didn't requiring... get mentioned. Oh, but... yeah. Sorry. We're requiring vaccinations or proof a negative COVID test at the shows. That's great. Yeah. Live the dream, guys. Come on out. <laughs> yeah. You can come within six feet, but not within two feet. <laughs> come on in. So how are you? Really good. I'm really excited to be um, here uh, with the two of you. Oh, I yeah. wanted to be with you guys in person because you're my best friends and That's I missed right. you. And That's we, right. We got out of the house. We got to get out of the house. We're in Scotty's office. Yeah, Scotty has mm-hmm. an office. Scotty has an office that maybe yeah. it looks like he's either an evil genius yes. or a record producer yeah. in 1985. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> It's got this crazy... It's very Tommy Mottola esque yes. Double, double uh, staircases that like yeah. wind up to almost like a... Oh, you know what it reminds me of, Kristen? Well, the Delta Terminal, or no, the, tra- the, the, the Pan Am terminal, terminal at JFK. Was yeah. it Pan Am? I don't know what you're well, talking Pan about. Am yeah. Isn't, it yeah. doesn't exist, but. It was TWA. Yeah, it was maybe. TWA. Yeah, the yeah. TWA terminal yeah. at JFK. It was like built in the 60s. It was mm-hmm. like that idea of the future rocket ships in the 60s kind yes. of style. Yes. Yeah. That's what this place reminds me of. Yeah, we're in of. a very cool um, loft space for Scotty to spread his wings as a writer yep, and trying to make fly it. some stories into our Hearts. hearts yeah <laughs> it's true and you guys are my first guests really? yeah i haven't had anybody over yet because of the great choir but uh i think we can record here anytime did you get this. someone to design the no because this these chairs match the couch yes so so scotty's dining room chairs he's got, some, he's got have like a moroccan color kind of theme mm-hmm. that's popping and mm-hmm. he's pulled it all together. I thought you would like it because when we all moved out to LA around the same time, you got your car. You told me because it was red, yes. and you wanted. And I was like, "Yes, that's exactly what." And so when I was getting this and putting it all together, I was like, "Kristen's gonna like it in here." Yeah, because <laughs> oh, it's all like, bright, I like primary I colors. I like bright popping colors. Yeah. and they and they a lot of people uh, shy away from them because they don't think it's sophisticated. Thank you. But I disagree. Thank you even I more. Think, yeah, I think it means you're confident. Right? Yeah, I agree with you as well. I yell I'm confident all the time. It's the best way, it's the best way to let people know that you are. Hello. Feeling okay about myself. When I walk into a party. That's okay. just how we live. Do you want to hear about this? Guy? Kristen, yes. yeah, this is like squirty, the squirter. It's right up your alley, Kristen, it really so is. much. Career and entertainment. There are a lot of different yeah. paths you can take, mm-hmm. you know? 100%. Yeah. People don't realize that. Or maybe That's they do right. now because there's so many influencers. Yeah. 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 This guy was the first influencer. <laughs> <laughs> so this was sent in by Colleen Trapp on Instagram. Thank you, Colleen. Thank you, Colleen. Kind. Is that Trapp with two Ps or it one? It is with two Ps. Okay. Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, again, the title, The Man Who Learned He Could Suck Water 
up into his anus and turned it into a career. Uh, this was written. This is on uh, IFL Science. Oh yeah, Kurt's Wait, favorite. What? Is that a is that a legitimate scientific it publication? Is yeah, I, we have okay. a lot of things from IFL Science. They do a good job of like citing all of their sources and stuff okay, like that. So this isn't like an inquirer. No, everything that comes to the Bananas podcast is legit. Except for once, we got duped I, once. I got duped once by the by the CBC, the CBC Canadian Broadcast Corporation. You used to have a satirical onion type show, yes. but it was on the CBC website. So I assume since it was the CBC website, it was real. It was not. It okay. was a very funny article about a man who was trapped on a, a drop tower in an amusement park for forty eight hours, and he went, he went he went up and down twenty thousand times. <laughs> Good. That would have been good. We have no regrets. We like, did it. We yeah. left it on. I I am, but we got duped only a once so only far. Only a once. Well, uh, thank you for your transparency. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We tried it. We tried. It. it would be no fun if we only did fake stories, or if we ever did fake stories. True. Well, yeah, but it's, some of these stories that you guys do are so out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like the one where the it was raining that weird uh, the blobs. Rain. Yeah, that the blob rain. The Oakville yeah. blobs. That was real, right? I yeah. guess. We should go up there too. We should all go. We should do a friend trip and see the blob. Oh blob yeah. Fest. People yeah. don't even remember it anymore. Thank there. you. So, this is amazing. This is not. There's no credit for this. Um, well, that's suspicious. But I'm going to read. Well, it's like IFL science staff. It's a bunch of scientists and lab coats just walking around. <laughs> going, I fucking them. love science. I fucking love science. I'm confident. <laughs> I don't need to put my name on this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want to put my name on this. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. In Spider-Man, a young Peter Parker is given superpowers by a radioactive spider bite, decides to fight crime. Okay. okay. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, sure. Uh, we get it. <laughs> that, that's a Here very famous franchise. In 19th century France. Yes, sir. 19th century France. Mm-hmm. A young Joseph. I'm sorry, 19th century. So is that, we're talking 1800s. Why yeah. do they do that? I don't no know. idea. I don't know. Can we just fix it? I yes. know. We should have fixed it a long time ago. Uh, this should be the 20th century right now, but yeah. instead it's the 21st century. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, it's no the people in the first century don't care if they were the n- the non century. Do you know I what like I mean? Having a one year old. So when I say well, when you yes. were one, you did this for Halloween, but when you were zero ishes, you did this. Yeah, so that's sort of what we're dealing yes. with. Yes. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, it's just the fact that there's the first century. Like year one was in the first century, apparently. Okay. You know? To them, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> They're all dead. Here Screw we- them. <laughs> exactly. They don't care. Let's fix it. <laughs> Here we go. 19th century France. Mm-hmm. A young Joseph Pujol was taking a swim when he realized he could <laughs> inhale vast volumes of water through his anus. Okay. Eventually deciding to turn it into a hit stage show at the Moulin Rouge oh, yeah. under the name Le Petoman, the mm-hmm. Fartomaniac. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Which, first of all, this is a sketch by Mr. Show. Yeah, From the original Mr. Good. Show sketch. Yeah, this is brilliant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pujol, born in 1857, was on holiday <laughs> when he discovered his superpower. Still in school at the age of 10, okay. uh, which turned out to be a complete waste of time given his eventual career. I guess so. He was holding his breath underwater when he felt the strange, cold sensation of a large volume of ocean water shooting up into his rectum. Wow. When he understandably fled the water, he noticed the liquid 
fluid leaking out. The boy mentioned the incident to his family doctor who laughed and dismissed his gift, telling him it was nothing to be concerned about (laughs) or rather contact the Avengers. For a time, Joseph forgot his skill. Of course, this is a beautiful story. Yes, of course. Years later, however, after recounting the anecdote to his friends in the French army, he decided to try it once more. <laughs> so they just which, didn't go swimming a lot back then, I guess. I guess not, he went, right? He went for one dip. He went for one. And then 10 years he went took by one before bath. he decided to go. <laughs> and then talked about it to his army buddies, yeah. which is totally normal. I went swimming once. <laughs> I went swimming. You know how when you're swimming and your entire asshole fills up with water and everyone's like, no, we don't, Peugeot. Tell us more. <laughs> and his name is Peugeot. Peugeot. Uh, with his friends gathered around, presumably resigned to the fact that the dinner party didn't quite have the original classy tone they had intended. I mean, you should put your name on it if you're going to be the best in the biz here. Agreed. Peugeot placed his anus below the surface of some water and sucked hard. Amazingly, he could still do it. With further training, he discovered he could suck up about two liters of water Mm -hmm. and roughly the same volume of air in one go by bending over and covering his nose and mouth, then contracting his diaphragm. Wow. This increased the volume of his abdomen and pulled in air, much the same way your lungs do. A few training montages later, he could also vary the volume and pitch of his farts. There you go. Do impressions of other people's farts. Oh, that's, yeah, that's what it's pl- about. Pl- no, this is what it's about. Oh. Play the flute from behind. <laughs> <laughs> and blow smoke rings out of his anus wow. and mouth at the same time. I would pay to see this. All yes. of it. Are you yes. kidding me? What a grand finale. I'm sorry that I'm reading so much, but we have to know more. I would say never I'm stop. I like, already want to crawl up inside that anus and take a little nap. <laughs> no I know, right? Joke. And here's something good if you were going to do that. His farts were also apparently odorless. I'm sure because he's giving himself a con or what enema enemas every day. <laughs> yeah. The next part of this sentence, perhaps due to Pujol giving himself five enemas a oh, day. Guys, I have not read this article. She wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> we picked this I love <laughs> When I think Shaw, I think Spider Man. <laughs> Uh, A 2013 paper in the journal French Cultural Studies explained, quote, the air he expelled and used his sphincter muscles to make vibrate much as we do with our vocal cords when we speak and sing was fresh air he had anally, quote, breathed in. Yeah, they don't have a word for that. No, Because it's not not. breathing. It's not inhaling. Yeah. Although we we have gotten a lot of stories about the fact that apparently we can breathe through our buttholes. Tell me more. Uh, well, that's a different story. Well, we got to stick with Pujol. Uh, it can osmosize through the intestines. I mean, and some of those words. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so naturally, Pujol's eyes lit up with dollar signs, and he did say it, decided to take his show on the road. Yes. Before long, he secured an audition at the Moulin Rouge, where he nervously sucked up water and cleaned out his moneymaker before playing tunes to the owner who hired him immediately. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You give him the keys. You say lock up when you're done, bud. Yeah. What else can you do? Yeah. <laughs> this is your show. This is, no kidding. Yeah. It's the Poulon Rouge now. Yeah. You may picture we Paris. We don't ever have to see your face. <laughs> <laughs> You may picture Paris as a pretty sophisticated place, no. but people went absolutely crazy for a man on stage yes. squeaking out La Marseille from his butthole. Oh. He became the highest paid performer good. in the whole of good. France, and for a time, things were good. Mm. But Wait, then, no. Come on. What yeah, could go wrong? He threw it all away by oh. doing something the Moulin Rouge could not tolerate. What? Uh, let me guess. 
uh, did he um, spray diarrhea as far as he could make it That's go? I would not tolerate that myself. I would not tolerate that. No, it's much more. It, it's much f- more typical, and we still see things happening like this. Did today. he put a squirrel in his butthole and shoot it out, and it bit someone's face? Something so much more boring and pedestrian. Oh, he punched somebody. No, with his butt. Did he <gasps> call someone a bad word? No. Hmm. Would you like me to? He was homosexual. Was har- I know it's no. not sexual harassment no. because nope. they didn't. Everyone put up with yeah, that. Yeah, especially then, France yeah. in the eighteen hundreds. Please, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's even more just boring and he, litigious. Oh, I love this. He stole some money. He no. ate a crouton with his mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, he it's more litigious. Mm-hmm. Did he just not show up for work for a few days in a row? No, but mm. close to that boring. Oh, oh. God. Um. Close to that point. He, he only did half of his routine. Nope. He faked it. Nope. <laughs> oh, um, this was a hoax. He blocked someone from getting hired that could no. fart out of their nipples. No. <laughs> he stole uh, money. No. Okay, I give up. Yeah, that's crazy. He, Passing gas on his own time. Joseph attempted to drum up business oh. for his friend's gingerbread stand. <laughs> okay, okay. By okay. farting tunes to draw in the crowds. <laughs> okay. Which the club saw as a breach of contract. Sure, sure. Essentially, they argued that he was only allowed to pass gas within the confines of the club, you assholes. He is an artist. That is ridiculous because someone at the gingerbread stand does that was amazing. Where do I go see Exactly, it? exactly, right? Dumb, People dumb. don't understand free advertising when they see it. The Not legal anymore. disputes led to the end of his performances at the Moulin Rouge, and he set up his own club. Yes, okay. good. Where okay, he good. didn't earn quite as much. Why? Wow. Why? Why not? Because people came for more than just He farts. was replaced by the Moulin Rouge with another fart act. Shut. Oh, La, La Femme Pentomane, oh. who was later revealed to have merely been pretending to fart, oh. using a set of bellows concealed under her skirt. Oh, Come on. Pujol. This is a good movie. This is a good I'm looking movie. at you two right now. I, I can see. Work on oh your French God. accents. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is a great movie. I write this movie so we can do it because uh, oh, I, I have been doing this. a French accent. I, I can do French. French. You want me to do French? I'll do French. Or in the back of your throat. Yeah, I will write this movie. I'll write this movie for you, too. Absolutely. I mean, Scotty can write this movie in, like, what, four days? Yeah. That's how he rolls. Yeah. I would love to do this, and this yes. can be a love story. Oh, yeah. Oh, this would be so good. What we could make this movie with, a, what, like, maybe $10,000? $10, we could go <laughs> find this movie on your bananas? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait. Well, it's an excuse to go to Paris, that's for sure. Oh, we yeah. could shoot it in Montreal. We can get oh. tax, the Canadian tax break. Mm-hmm. Better. Mm-hmm. Right? Better. Yeah. Because why go to Paris when you can go to Montreal? (laughs) I would rather go to Paris, but they just... Sorry. But I don't... Okay, sorry. Go on. (laughs) I mean, let's be real. Canceling their bananas. I love Montreal. I love Montreal. Will you write that for? You heard it here on Bananas First. Scotty Landis is writing the party movie (laughs) about Mm -hmm. this person. I can't believe that it's. So here's. Should we hear the end? Well, I. Only if he kills himself. It is very, it's interesting. Pujol made a living for decades with his act before World War I Mm. put a stop to things. After the war, Mm. his act had gone out of fashion with some suggesting that it could have been because people viewed gas comedy 
as in poor taste following extensive war gassings. Mm. Comedy is precious. It's it's a mirror of society. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. What's popular today is just not going to be quite the same the next day. But that act would kill right now. If somebody in L.A. was doing that act, like entire uh, comedic empires we've built on this person. I would let someone fart like tequila in my face and I would like like, lap it up. Yeah. If you're the third (laughs) person, you know it's disinfected. (laughs) You just push the real wild card first and then, you know, you bring your own bottle. (laughs) I I wonder, do you think that the the French fart movie, like, would it get old watching the farts? Uh, fart performances over and over again. Well, I mean, like, think for about. An hour and a half I mean, like, think about watching nights. The Doors. You know, you only watched The Doors too. <laughs> do you know what I mean? The movie The Doors. You only watch them do like two or three songs yes. throughout the whole movie. Yeah. So we're only talking about two or three minutes of farting acts. That's yeah. fine. That's right. This is our doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This would be back perfect. doors. It's called back doors, and it's your story. Yeah, we're doing the back doors. Oh man, oh, that's great! I want to go back and watch the Doors movie because I just watched that Val Kilmer so documentary. Good. I recommend. Yeah, bananas. Val, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Val Kilmer documentary is it's very really interesting. Yeah. I think that's great. I think that you could make this movie pretty well for like a three million dollar budget. Yeah. I, I think it's. Mo- I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, okay. All let's, right. Let's put it together. Um, I'm excited about you this. You want to write it yeah, with course. Rich? Sure. Oh, my God. Oh, could think of nothing perfect. more. That would be. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's so a truly, like, it's truly it's so a good, good idea. I'm sort of scared if you put this out, someone on the listeners is going to take it. I think we can all, we can ask all the bananas to please protect our, uh, yes. our intellectual property <laughs> rights <laughs> to this historical but now, information. What about, what doors. about Trap? What Miss about Trap? She's the one who found it. Colleen Trap is, I think, going to be happy if we write. We'll it give her an get extra. A we'll give her a non-speaking role yeah, right in the front in row. She will faint at the first show. Yes, or Come they on. will faint at the first show is uh, uh, when the first squeak comes out, yeah. and they'll wheel them out, and then somebody outside that works for like the Parisian will be like, "What's going on in there?" And then suddenly, you're going to be printing money with oh that. My God, I'm ready. What, what is? Sorry. Okay, so, question, I, I, question. What is the tone of the movie? I think the tone you know? of the movie... Is it, it shouldn't be broad, am I right? It shouldn't be broad, I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> but it, like, it's funnier if it isn't broad. Yes, no, it should of be course. kind of It should be kind of serious. I think it's great if is it's it, serious, because it's, like it's based on a true story. Do we have to get rights from the estate? Not that I old. don't think so. Not, 1857? No. Also, they refused to allow but an autopsy could. on him. Because they didn't want his secret, his family, family, that's what I mean. It might be like Roald Dahl's family. Mm -hmm. There's a reason there hasn't been a fart movie made. Yeah, (laughs) we're looking into it. We'll get there. If not, we'll do composite characters and put it in in Madrid. You guys could pass this to Spanish. Okay, let me use my my Spain accent, (laughs) Bellis. No, I think it should be very serious and like quirky and strange. Yes. Yeah, but also it's going to be eventually funny. It could be like Frank. Oh, like Frank. That's interesting. Like Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cross between Frank and American Pickle, maybe. I haven't seen American oh, Pickle. Oh, you should see it. I know. It's pretty funny. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, Scotty, can you God, just tease us? this is such an exciting day. We're having a great time. Yeah. Can you tease us out to a break? Yes. How about this one? And this okay. is like, this is old school banana stuff. I heard about this story in 2007. Okay. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about it because I think we're all going to have a little something to do with it. A decade after a secret apartment was found inside a Providence mall, 
the artist, Michael Townsend, is still banned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm excited about this. Yeah. We'll be right back with more. Mainers. Yeah. How do you guys not get that movie to your mic? All the- Keep it up. Oh, I thought we were on break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're we were back. live. <laughs> we're live to tape. Great podcast by Johnny Pemberton. Uh, I don't live do to very tape. many podcasts. <laughs> um, that that would be so fun. That could be really funny. Yeah. Um, oh, I agree. So French. We're back, folks. Hey guys. Um, listen, if you haven't yet. Go follow us on uh, Instagram, The Bananas Podcast. Uh, send us your strange news stories. Please do. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can do that really easily at ratebananas.com. Yep. R-A-T-E, bananas.com. We you got any shout-outs before I got this one? I got one. Just one. I was All at right. Club TG the other night. You know Club that bar TG. in Atwater? Uh-uh. It's, it's the oldest bar in Atwater Village. We should think about it for hot tub. It's, uh, it's oh, got a great, it's got a yeah. great little is, is side Virgil room. Really done? I don't know. Uh, well, I, it's I hear sale. it's for sale. Well, uh, let's buy it. Mm, <laughs> Not me. Let's buy it. <laughs> uh, Do you have twenty-four million? No. <laughs> <laughs> By the time this fart movie comes out, we'll be just buying real estate <laughs> left we'll and like right. Like Tarantino saving the Virgil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're glad about it. Um, but anyways, I went through the other night to meet with a friend, and my first an animal that said are you scotty and i go yes i heard my voice jen brown wow. who is a fan and follows us on instagram and stuff and i spoke to her and had a great time met her friend who did not want to be mentioned on the podcast okay <laughs> but jen uh club tg's the new roost Kristen. club tg's the new roost that's awesome oh can i give a shout out yeah, yeah of course i just wanted to shout out to my friend liz Banks. love liz Banks. she's a big Bananimal person listens to every episode. Love Liz Banks. Listen to an episode with Liz Banks. She's she's the best in the biz. She is the best in the biz. Oh, that is wonderful. You know what, Liz Banks can be Banana of the Week. She might hear it. She might hear it, which is great. Banana of the Week. Easy time. Yeah. Okay. This is my shout out. You ready? Yes, sir. So, uh, DM Instagram handle Rixie Business. Okay has been sending us fake names for months. <laughs> I mean, not fake names, like crazy names. Yeah, real and I just would just names. see them every once in a while and I'd be like, this guy just loves to <laughs> yeah. make up weird names and send them to he us. He knows I love weird and names. Then, Are you sure it's not Carl Bennett? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but then I realized at some point that he is a mail carrier. Yes. And they are all real names. And now, of course, I'm trying to get it, and I can't get this up here. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, and I was, at some point I was like, wait a second, because he sent me a piece of mail. Like, he had like marked out everything other than the person's name. The person's name was insane. Anonymous, yeah. Uh, We're not doxing anybody. No, not, not getting doxed, but these are all real names of people that he has delivered mail to. So these are all real names. Uh <laughs> Uh, Bilge Bilge you'll st- <laughs> Bilge you'll stelpy. Uh Chad Sprankle <laughs> But these are all real 
Sal Palafox. Great name. Yumi Billings. Good name. Jorg Mollenhoff. <laughs> Colt Champion. <laughs> and then he sent sent us Colt Champion like it's actually a real name. That's a good name. And then that when he sent Colt Champion, I was like, shit, I missed the part where these are all real names. Can we say some of these on the puns? He's like, that's what I've been hoping for. Yeah. Uh, I love names. Oh, it's so great. Um, and then he said, "Here's the here's the rules. Uh, just a couple things. One, all names are spelled correctly. Two, no names have been made up. Three, Firkin Top and Bill Jesseltep <laughs> occupy the same house." <laughs> <laughs> so I will look up more, and on a next on another episode of Bananas, uh, we'll get even more. Um, oh, Edwin Denby, Ink Winchers, and Connor Disco. <laughs> he just, he's been man. sending them to us for months. Oh, I love that. And I just had no idea that they were actually real. But anyway, thanks, Rixie Business. Yes, thank you so much. And you did, he understood that we get bombarded on DMs. We get, I don't know, 10 every five minutes or yeah. so. And so he switched us over to the bananas podcast at gmail.com. And we appreciate you appreciating our time okay let me tell you about the story we're here with the great and powerful and mighty Kristen shaw the, the well an old friend uh, the uh, an old friend the oldest of friends this is the 20 year triple old threat friend. trio um it really is we were all losers together now we're, we're medium still, yeah, losers medium together. Losers. <laughs> now we can at least go to the grocery store <laughs> without checking our atm receipt and that's that's basically all we can claim yep Okay, so this is two stories. There's one more recent, but I'm going to talk about the original one just in case you've never heard of this. So this was originally yeah. sourced uh, Associated Press from uh, 2002, but this was sent in by Miss underscore Umbra, who I think has sent in stuff before. Thank you, Miss Umbra. And um, so the leader of an artist cooperative has been sentenced to probation for setting up a secret apartment inside a shopping mall's parking garage as part of a project on mall life. So this wow. is from 2007. Okay. Michael Townsend, who was then 36, said he and seven other artists built a 750-square-foot apartment in 2003 and lived there for three weeks at a time for four years. What? <laughs> yeah, they were living in the mall. It's crazy. What part? How? Where was it built? It's a great question. And there's photos. Yeah. And there's a whole – another podcast did the uh, – did like a, a, a whole story about this. And I'll give that um, – I'll give them a shout out when I get to the end of this. But so basically, there was a center block wall with a nondescript utility door that kept this loft hidden from the outside world. Wow. So there's basically a crawl space behind an I beam in a parking garage that was connected inside the mall. So it was just dead space. Wow. So they discover it. Uh, but inside the apartment was a fully furnished, down to a hutch filled with China, a Sony PlayStation 2. Um, there was no running water, but they used the mall bathrooms, oh, so wow. they always had mall. And then on the website, he said he was inspired by a Christmas time ad for the mall that said, "quote Oh, in an enthusiastic female voice talking about the mall, how great it would be to live at the mall." <laughs> <laughs> it's that fun. So he built his dwelling out of compassion to understand the mall more and life as a shopper. Towson said he had plans to make the apartment super sweet with laminated wood flooring and other perks, but it fell apart when they were busted so they eventually got caught so after four years of living there yes wow and hanging out there there's photos i mean it's really well documented but it was basically like an art project to live inside this oh. building where nobody found them i love it um and so the updated version is by kate 
uh, Mulvaney. This was what was sent in by Miss Umbra, and this was in the Providence Journal. So, uh, wait, wait, it's in Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah, it's that it's that fucking mall in Providence, Rhode Island. I think so. It's called Providence Place. Yeah, the one that's downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's carpeted, I believe. Mm-hmm. But weird for a mall. Weird wow. for a mall, right? Um, but yeah, they still, they're not doing, all the artists that live there haven't had a grand reunion, but everybody's doing well. That's the updated thing. But they made headlines because the 750 square foot apartment in the belly of the mall beneath an I-beam, uh, that nobody really remembered it was even there. Like there was just not even on like the schematics or whatever, but had a sectional sofa, a love seat, (laughs) a coffee table, a breakfast table, four chairs, lamps, a throw rug, a hutch with China, paintings on the walls, and they had bold plans to add plumbing and install those wood floors. It's the only thing they lacked was running water and a toilet. Um, but they held meetings, lived there, slept there, drank there, watched TV, played games. It was basically they just lived for free for four years inside of a mall. I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best. It's a dream. It's the dream. It's every child's dream. Yes. To like get, climb underneath one of those racks of clothing and then find an apartment <laughs> and stay there forever. Yes. It's crazy because mall culture doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. The big online shopping is completely but like that era and like 2007 really is kind of that edge where like amazon really started taking over the world and stuff but like the 80s and 90s and it's obviously in every mall and tv show the mall was a, like a true destination that felt like you were on another planet it oh, was like yeah. special and these guys just capitalized there on was it. there i just recently with olive we went we're trying to get her a covid test because she's about to start preschool and so I was like searching for the place where I made the appointment. Turns out it was like in a van in the parking lot of this Safe. mall. But it was an old. Take your daughters. <laughs> <laughs> but it was in this. I was walking around this mall where like half the shops are shut down. Yeah. And Olive, who is four years old, walking hand with my hand, she goes, "You know, Papa." This is a real weird place. <laughs> and I was just like, well, honey, when I was a kid, this was a, it was very, you know, normal to come to the mall. Now, not yes. so much. So weird place, weird things exist here now. It was amazing. When I was in high school, I used to go to Owings Mills Mall. And it was like the mall to go to. Your parents would drop you off and pick you up three hours later. You'd pull your money and like split mozzarella sticks at Ruby Tuesdays. It was mm. like, we're having fun. And you know how in your small town, news anchors feel like celebrities? Like when oh, you were yeah. a kid, it was like you'd watch morning oh, news. Hio. Exactly. Do you remember yours, Kurt? No. There were two on... Because uh, mine were New York. Oh, right. Yeah, so, so you, they were uh, just like, they were very famous. Yeah. Al Roker, you know? That was, I yeah. got you. <laughs> well, we had um, the Don Scott and Marty Bass were the morning drive guys, and they were like, cool. And they were also <laughs> totally coked up. You could feel it. Well, maybe not Don Scott. <laughs> so anyways, they you know, it's like a lo- local celebrity. So I'm in the mall with my friends. I'm with Dan, Jason, and Steve. And we're walking around, goofing off as you do, and we are going down a down escalator from the second floor to the first floor near Macy's, the good end of the mall. And <laughs> my buddy goes, hey, there's Marty Bass. And Marty Bass looks like he's like bald, like Larry David hairstyle, mm-hmm. but like we'll say he was probably late 30s at this time. And he's, he's, a, he's a radio DJ. A uh, morning no, TV No, morning TV guy. guy. So okay. he was your morning drive guy Great. where you would watch local weather and sports and all that with Marty Bass and Don Scott. And so Marty Bass is a hilarious name. It's your such name's, a great name. Your name thing reminded yeah. me of this. And uh, we're going down, and so he's coming up the escalator, and it's pretty much empty besides us, and his back's to us. And like two of my friends are like, that's not him. 
that's not Marty Bass. And then finally, at, right when we're passing, my buddy Steve goes, hey, Marty Bass. And before he gets Bass out, Marty Bass pivots on his heel, points at us with both finger guns and goes, I'm the Bassarino. <laughs> And then goes up past us because he's on the escalator. He needed that one that day. He needed it. He's like, if one person recognizes me at the mall today, (laughs) I'm going to get this promotion. And it was so dramatic. (laughs) It was all worth it. (laughs) (laughs) We kept going down. He kept going up. So he was like winning in life. I'm the Bassarino. And you're like, cool. (laughs) And then never saw him again. But every time I think of mall, I think of Marty the Bassarino. Just having a great day. That was like that was a trend at that time of putting like Eno at the end of things, you know, like yes. Matarino and stuff oh, like that. That's right. That that's was like true. a thing. That was like one com- comedy person from, did it it's once. It's from Saturday Night Live. It was oh, Rob Schneider working at the go. copy machine. Nice. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's right. I, I, I agree. Max, I think yeah. that Eno making. Yeah. yeah. Yes. God, he built up whole career off of it basically yeah wow my mall was called twin peaks oh really mall. and um, pretty cool yeah. it was yeah orange julius walden Classic. books wow huge. uh claire's you know or was whatever there, get was your there ears, milk in orange peers? julius no i don't, I don't think so like milk yeah it's weird they were like oranges plus cream you yeah, love it right? yeah and, like, and and i did and you did <laughs> but i remember just coming you know going through puberty going to that mall and mm-hmm. i i had like a leotard and one day i put the leotard under on and then jeans and then like a like a little button-up shirt mm-hmm. and I buttoned over it yeah, yeah adorable. i know that look yeah adorable then two boxes of Kleenex tissue where I didn't have boots. <laughs> Stuffed them in. I, I just started with a couple and just I couldn't stop. Yeah, why would you? <laughs> why would you? Two crumply boobs. <laughs> just paper mache. Hi, boys. Yeah, yeah I just <laughs> wanted to try a new look. <laughs> Is this General So's chicken sample for free? <laughs> You are 12. (laughs) Yeah, I was a late bloomer. Hey, boys, can I keep the toothpick? Please, somewhere else. Oh, Um, man. It was the best. It was magic. It was really magic. I I think my first kind of like uh, taste of public performance was at the mall. Yes. Oh, my God. Like how Britney Spears got her start and stuff like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. No, no, not Mm -hmm. actually like like making like, uh, so this is what we did. So we would always go to the mall right, in Jersey, and you could smoke in the mall, and we all smoked. Incredible. Isn't that crazy? Incredible. Isn't it insane? I, that like we're a bunch of 15-year-olds, in, and we just indoors. go to the mall and walk around smoking cigarettes. <laughs> so crazy. Hey, you want to go in the Imaginarium? Yeah, why not? We're here. I got to put my cigarette out in the hallway before I go into the store. Amazing. So crazy. Amazing. So we i had a i had a i had a camera a video camera yes, sir and this was 1993 i believe fun and we put a it was like the first time i kind of did something like this where it was a bunch of we were all like whatever 17 and we put a a, a potato on a stick <laughs> and then we painted a face on it and then gave him a cigarette funny and then lit the cigarette and then went in and then the whole shot, the, the shot oh. was just the potato on the stick so you couldn't see anyone else. Inspired by Jim Henson. And, <laughs> it was yeah. inspired by Jim. Yeah. So he was Mr. Potato on a stick. Aww. And then he would go in yeah. and just like talk to people. Yeah. Like, hey, what are you doing? You know, I can't even yeah. remember what his voice was now. Probably that. I think he went into Chess King. Chess King was a mall. A chess and store. It was a store. No. Was it was it like a chess? cool, 
It was a cool clothing store oh. called Chess King. Yeah, nothing cooler like, than jackets. playing chess. Yeah. And it was just like thumping <laughs> music outside, and he went to like chess. He, he went to Chess King and made fun of the music. Aww. You know. Do you still have those videos? I do still have those videos. Oh. Did people respond? Were people happy, or were they like, "Get out of here! Stop smoking, you teenagers!" <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It, it, you were allowed to smoke, so people didn't care that the potato was smoking because we were smoking too. Um, <laughs> so everybody's smoking. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then, and then a, a security guard. After like an hour of us shooting in the mall, the, a security guard kicked us out. And so we have that where I'm talking to the security guard uh, as the. It was like essentially our version yeah, of um yeah, tri- of triumph. Insult triumph dog. Yeah. Uh, can you put a clip of it up on the bananas yeah, website? I would love it. I would find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to figure out how to digitize those tapes because they were literally mm-hmm. different tapes. Time. That were the size, they were the thickness of a VHS tape, but oh, only yeah. this big. Yeah. yeah. So in Camcorder. order to play it, you'd have to like pop it into another VHS tape company. I got to get them all yeah. digitized. Yeah. yeah. But it would probably just be completely obnoxious. And, and you were yeah, probably yeah. nervous. Huh? Were you nervous like beforehand? Yes. You're like, it you like, think it's uh, anarchy. Really? You yeah. think you think what you are <laughs> doing yeah. is burning the mall to the ground. <laughs> yeah. And instead what you're doing is coming like seven feet in the door and being like, <laughs> screw you. And then like running away. <laughs> There was a thing like that near my mall in this like area, and it had a. It was like a development near the mall, and it was called like Thoroughbred Run or whatever. And they had a sign with a horse on it and a fountain underneath. And the big prank would you would just dump uh, laundry detergent in the fountain, uh-huh. then run away, and then the foam would cross the whole street, and people would hide like as if they were snipers and assassins, <laughs> ending like shooting a world leader. And you'd lay under pine trees with like a thing of all or a thing of tide, and they'd be like, "There's no cars in either direction." You'd run over, dump it in, and then just run away. And then like 45 minutes later, you drive by in your piece of crap car and just watch foam covering the entire street, wow. drive your car through it. It was so fun. And then there was. Just- just one guy just being like <sighs> getting out his mop and then having to mop it yeah off. just having to hose it the fire department gets called for the third time that week the cl- the most um anarchy i got into was it was a sol- solo journey where uh like the day before um high school started I, I was like, no one talks about this enough, but it's really cool. And I drew um, for the entry, entry doors. There was this big pavement sidewalk to walk in, and I drew, yeah. Sorry, I drew the <laughs> Kurt just coached me on holding my mic to <laughs> my first mouth. time for everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyways, it was um, it was huge. You know, it was like the size of a parking lot to walk up into the high school, and I drew, I drew a giant um, female reproductive system. Yeah. Like, just a huge over... I don't know why, but I was like, everyone should see this. That's awesome. <laughs> That's How old are you? Cool. And I did it in front of Kmart. Like, 15. <laughs> You're like, I went well at the it high school. It was with chalk, you guys. Like, it wasn't that. <laughs> Everybody needs to see what's going on down there. Inside of me. <laughs> That's so great. I love that. How old are you? Probably, like, you know, 15, 16 yeah. Stupid. Sound like a pretty fun kid. You you had some good. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to do it alone. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> they sell chalk at Kmart. What? They sell chalk at oh, Kmart. Yeah. You oh, could have drawn as big do. as you wanted to. What you got for us, Curdy B? Are you ready for it? I would love it. I want to do a little fun one. This one's just going to be fun. The other two were fun. Yeah. 
Everything's fun with Here you we guys. Go. We this, always have fun together. <laughs> this was sent in by a lot of people. Great. This is oh. the original. The original one was sent in by a lot of people, but then this follow-up mm-hmm. was sent in by DB underscore Danger on Instagram. Mm-hmm. This is from the BBC. Heard of it. Paul Taylor's rude name place tour suffers hitch after twat. <laughs> So this is not written by anyone. It's from August 27th. A man touring places with rude names on a 50cc moped (laughs) will complete his journey in a hire car after his engine seized on a remote mountain pass. Uh, Paul Taylor from so many questions. from uh, Wantage, Oxfordshire. Not is, a not a rude name. No, place. is making the oh, charity nice. fundraising trip, which Aww. started in Shitterton, Dorset, <laughs> <laughs> in memory of a friend who died of cancer. There you go. He reached Twat in Orkney on Wednesday, <laughs> but broke down the following morning near Cairn Mount in Ab- Aberdeenshire. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> Just fine. Put a bunch of words together. That's fine. His trip so far raised nearly twenty thousand. Uh, pounds for cancer research. Is it Good. Still going? Uh, yeah, Mr. Taylor said he got really upset after his engine expired. He said, I know it's only a bit of metal, but you get attached to it. We've seen you some do. amazing places really this week days. or so. You do. Uh, I did 1,200 miles on that thing in a week. It did really well. I did half expect it. I was overworking it, but I got to the point where I thought we were actually going to make it. Yeah. Um, so then he's, he's now, he calls it his moronic uh, moped marathon. He's going to continue <laughs> on. Um, he is due guy. to complete his challenge in Bell End, uh, Worcestershire. I don't, is Bell End Bell End is a British word meaning uh, dickhead. Oh, oh, that makes yeah. sense. We're an educational podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here are, this is, um, so now I'm going to the original one to get some of the more funny names. Yes, sir. Places that he is going oh, to. Oh, that's what we're here for. That is what we're here to. He started at Butthole Lane. <laughs> um, We've talked about oh, no, that before. He started at Shitterton. He went to Butthole Lane. <laughs> uh, he got through Dull yep. uh, and then was going to Twat. Okay. Um, uh, he... Uh, where else? Always a good time in Twat. Always a yes. <laughs> Always fun. Happy Bottom Nature Reserve and Sandy Balls, New Forest Holiday <laughs> oh Park. This guy's got a great sense of humor. Uh, yeah. Funny street names on his itinerary, itinerary included The Knob in King Sutton, Northamptonshire, mm-hmm. Butthole Lane in Shepshed, Leicestershire. Jesus Christ, these names are killing <laughs> yeah, guys. me. And Titty Ho in Ron's North. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You did well. Thank you, thank you. It really was tough for New me. New Jersey. You did uh, well. New Jersey. That's the moronic <laughs> moped marathon. Uh, we'll he's donate. a beautiful man. Oh, yeah. Is there a GoFundMe? Is there an anything? We'll, we'll sure figure is. it out. When he goes, so does he show up and then just sort of get a picture next to the sign and then blog it and keep going and that's his deal? Yes, exactly. That's that is lovely. his deal. He's doing it for 20, his buddy. pounds. Um, it's no joke. Not, yeah. He, um, it's, uh, he's doing it for his buddy. His friend Alec, Alexis Leventis died of cancer last year, age 55. He wanted to do something to, quote, to help beat this awful disease. And yes. believe the trip was a, quote, suitably ridiculous place to start. I love this. Yeah. This I mean, it's right gorgeous. up our alley. This is a great. A 50cc That's, moped. There's a movie. Yeah. That's another movie. That's yeah, just, just thinking in movies, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, these stories are just so beautiful yeah, that you guys tell on your bananas. Yeah, oh. that would be good. That, that is good. good. When you do dumb things to raise money for causes, it is, it's the most I, we love doing it it is our brand it's it is. maybe the thing it's, we do the most it is kind of makes me sad that that i don't live in a 
rude named town. No, no well, there's a lot in, in the United States. We always get people sending in rude named <laughs> places. Yeah. Uh, so I believe there's a fuck like New Mexico. Or there's something. definitely oh, a dildo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get that one a lot. Hell. Yeah, there's a hell. There's a lot. There's pillow. Yeah. That's a famous one. Pillow. Well, yeah. When we uh, when we get East Banana Land up and running, we'll we'll also maybe we'll just get like a Sprinter van and just drive to all the dirty named ones too, and then send postcards back to Banana Land. I we'll love just, it. We'll get our postal worker really recognizing us as a micronation. I love that. All right, um, Scotty, give us another. One. That's a great story. That was a great one. Yeah. Good for you. You. Yeah. Um, Kristen, I, I did do this one because of something you can, I'm paraphrasing and correct me, but I think about 12 years ago, maybe longer, you told me when you were in college, you tried to get into a, an acting class with the best voice professor uh-huh. and she heard your voice and said, absolutely not. Yeah. She thought you what? had a bad voice. Yeah. And, what? and how many TV shows and movies, animated. Do you think you've done ballpark? How many as a episodes? Voice actor, How many episodes? Total, yeah. Oh, episodes because like a Bob's Burgers alone is what twenty Falls, a year, right. so that's two three hundred of uh, just Bob's Burgers, right? Two hundred. Two hundred of just Bob's Burgers. Pick yeah. How many Toy Gravity Story Falls? three. <laughs> We're gonna excited. say let's say I'm very excited. I'm, I think I'm like five hundred hours. I think like five hundred hours. Lot, I've had a blessed career. Yeah, five hundred hours as a voice actor. Yeah. After being told by a professor. Yeah. That, I, yeah, she just didn't think it was good enough for theater because of my lisp and stuff. It, uh-huh. You know, because that college training program was you could do Shakespeare. You could be versatile, you know, and I, it was definitely and not. It hurt your feelings. Oh, yeah. When you're when you're, you know, 19, 20 years yeah. old and you get told that your dream isn't going to, you don't have the tools to do it and you won't be able to get them with what you have to work with. It yeah. is devastating. Yeah. Um, Cause she worked with Sigourney Weaver. Oh. And so that was what we were trying to achieve. <laughs> <laughs> well, perfect, perfect segue, not having the tools and then look at you go. I mean, yeah, you, you, you dunked was, on her a million times. She um, was wrong. I think she I, was wrong. I think college, that training program in general was, uh, not to total I mean Billy Eichner was also in my class yeah they they did a good job but I, I think I think sometimes uh, you go the best things you can learn in a theater program in college is your peers you know and, yeah, and connection right. and to go go through the rest of the journey with but um which you don't really have to pay for. You can skip college, probably. <laughs> yeah, okay, if you really want to be a performer. That, well, I agree completely. Um, Anyways. It, well, it was that, I remember you telling me that, really, over 10 years ago. And it was just like, it always blew my, my mind that somebody said that to you. And then they couldn't have been more wrong. This one was sent in by Jacob Kaye, or Callie, uh, written by Melissa Locker. I mean, she's really good. Mm, maybe even the best in the biz. Ah, <laughs> nice, Best in the biz. Uh, girl born without hands wins national handwriting competition because nothing can stop her. Oh, yeah. come on. Chills. Yes. Chills. Yes. Goosebumps. Yeah. So uh, I got this on CNN.com. Mm. I believe parents and educators uh, have been worrying about the, quote, dying art, and quote, of handwriting for years as mm. smartphones and laptops have led to some classrooms spending less and less time on teaching the fine art of writing in cursive. Sarah... I believe it's Heinously. We're going to go with Heinously, a third grader from Frederick, Maryland, 
though, finds cursive, quote, kind of easy, using her cursive skills to win the National Handwriting Competition. It's an impressive feat for anyone, uh, especially a 10-year-old who was born without hands. Wow. Uh, I really hope it's Heinously. Heinously, who I mean, I'm going with Heinously, who writes by holding the pencil between the ends of her arms, was trained in the fine art of penmanship by a teacher, and quickly learned to love writing. Quote: She can do just about anything, oftentimes better than me or even my husband. Her mother, Catherine, said. Uh, Heinously entered the 2019 Zayner Blosser National Handwriting Competition, and the judges were so impressed with her perfect penmanship, she won the Nicholas Maximum Award. The award comes with a trophy and $500 in prize money, as well as $500 in educational materials for her school. So mm-hmm. she also did well for her school. Yeah. Um, Heinously reportedly hasn't decided what she wants to spend her $500 in prize money on. But she does hope to inspire other children, quote, who have challenges, end quote, reminding them that in their experience, quote, if you try your hardest, you can do it, end quote. Oh. Banana of the week. That's beautiful. Banana of the week. Pretty crazy, awesome. right? Yeah. And good for good her. Good for Sarah. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Not only just learning cursive, but like, you know, now, like, you can draw, mm-hmm. you can, there's so many ways to express yourself yeah. and... Sometimes when you get told no or, right. or think you can't, yes. that, I think you work even harder to do it. Yeah, I agree. It's really ambition, isn't it? Yeah. It's not really talent as much as ambition, but it sounds like Sarah has talent, too. I think she has both, and so do you. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing I think is... I you need a combination of both. I but know. I think you do, but I think you really need more ambition than talent. Yeah, possibly, because I, I do know... So I know many a few, so people. many talented people, Yeah, and then it's just, you know... So many people with hands. Yeah. Exactly, one hundred percent. Just refused. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. That's the best. Yeah, no, but it's really true. And as soon as I saw the story, I mean, it's incredible. It's just that's exactly it. You're going to have people Makes that say happy. no, 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 mm-hmm. and then inside you have to go. But yes, 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 yes. It's I true. can. If you can't make the voice inside be quiet, then you just have to listen. Yes, yeah. that's really it. All right. You that hear? is so pretty. Yeah. Can you want to hear, hear the more? last That's, one? Congrats, Sarah. Let's oh, keep no, going. it's almost over. Yeah. Well, you know, it is and it isn't because we had huge gaps in there. We can definitely do another story. Yeah. yeah. This is here it is. Oh, good. This one is right up your alley. Are you having Kristen. fun, Kristen? I'm, of course I'm having fun. <laughs> I'm hang out with my friends talking about lovely events around the world. Yeah. This one uh, was sent in by Bethany Baldy Thank on you, Instagram. Thank you, Bethany. Thank you, Bethany. Uh, this is on visitathensga.com, mm-hmm. uh, and this is, the title is, The Tree That Owns Itself. Kristen, Ooh. this is right for you. It's not a giving, it's giving to itself. This it giving. Mm-hmm. It's giving. <laughs> Self-love. <laughs> We're all One of it. Athens' most beloved residents and roadside wonders is the tree that owns itself. This stately white oak resides at the corner of Deering and Finley Streets at okay. the edge of downtown Athens. It is an unusual property owner as it pays... Pays no taxes, which Sounds is... Sounds like a church. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> it is a weird... Then And, and, and uh, Bethany, who sent this in, is like remarked on the fact that, like, what a weird choice from the writer to just be like, this tree doesn't pay taxes. Of all the things <laughs> that is weird about a tree-owning property, yeah. that's probably the least weird. Okay. History of the tree. According to a legend first printed in the local newspaper on August 12, 1890, Colonel William H. Jackson's will deeded the tree possession of itself and all the land within eight feet of its trunk. Is this deed legally binding? We're not sure, as no one ever contested the tree's property rights. 
Today's tree is huh. actually a junior. The original giant oak, estimated around 400 years old, fell over during a windstorm on October 9th, 1942. Not wanting the tradition to die, members of the Junior Ladies Garden Club of Athens were determined to replace the tree. Garden Club members gathered acorns from the site and lovingly began growing a second-generation white oak to replace Colonel oh, Jackson's that's cool. beloved tree. In just four short years, on December 4th, 1946, junior ladies, ladies members planted the sapling that stands tall today as the tree that owns itself. And Pretty they still cool. take care of it. It's a tree. It's literally just in the, like, a, looks like a median because it owns that land. Uh, and it's growing. Hey, Bananimals, if you live in Athens, Georgia, go drive and take a picture in front of that tree with us. We want to see the tree that owns itself. Give yeah. it a hug. Give it a hug. Give it a low five. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so baffled. What? By the fact that the tree owns itself. Yeah. I think it's just like a... Not a goof, but it's like... Symbolic? It's like they just made... The, the, he just loved the tree so much, he never wanted it to be cut down. Right, okay. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. I see, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it doesn't... No one, no, I guess, no owns it. No one can it. own it. Yeah. But no one can cut it down either. But also, Kristen, isn't all ownership a crime? Mm. Oh, probably. <laughs> I, I, think it, I think in general, it, it, leaves, it leads to more sadness than anything else. Yes. Uh, I mean... Yeah. You know, related to that a little bit is when I was living in Vancouver, it is a total crime to cut down any tree no matter where you are. Really? Even if it's on your property, you cannot cut down a tree. Wow. And so there was this big to-do because a very wealthy woman from a long time ago, maybe the 20th century though, but (laughs) earlier on, um, cut down a tree (laughs) that was blocking her, you know, ocean view. Outrageous. And and every and she got fined. Good. And it was, people are still talking about it. Really? And we were shooting the Benedict Society in Vancouver, and we shot a lot in the mansion, which was a college property. And there's you know gorgeous lawn and gorgeous trees, and behind the trees is the most beautiful, spectacular view of oceans and islands and rocky mountains <laughs> coming up. At the, but you'll never see it unless nope. you go onto the roof because it's illegal to cut down those trees. I don't know how I feel about it. I, was like, I would maybe go to jail and cut down a few trees to look at the ocean. Yeah. Is the American in me or the landlocked Colorado girl that when she finally saw the ocean was like, this is incredible. Yeah. Well, you can plant more trees, but you can't make more ocean. I mean, come on, guys. Everybody I, knows. Yeah. Sure, it covers 70 plus percent of the world. And yes, we live a short 45 minute drive at all times. If you're going to cancel Kristen Shaw for anything, here is your chance chance oh folks gosh, she's guys. willing to cut down the this trees for I'm a view podcast i knew it would happen <laughs> i do have a goal in life to own a house that has a tree within it i always <sighs> like whenever you see those like photos yes. of architectural whatever oh, and there's like a tree the tr- yeah. house. Yeah. that is so great when there's a tree that grows in your house i would oh, i'd be Until so happy the, the, what about like uh termites though and or like if it it's a possibility then you just deal with it yeah the it, termites yeah, it come so from gorgeous. trees I'll protect it. Uh, they, they like just they just dirt, like to right? eat wood. Yeah, That's but the, every house is made of wood. Yes, <laughs> you're right. You're right. There's no risk with a tree in your house. No. Would you I'll, that bar Clifford's? Right. Is it Clifford's? God, we used Clifton's. To go. Clifton's. Yeah, Clifton's. I don't think they're real trees, but they put like those uh, fake sculpted trees. Yeah, inside, that place and that is makes cool. Me happy. Clifton's downtown LA has like yeah. a four story bar with a weird tiki bar on the top, but then their coolest bar. 
is the second one up, and there's giant fake trees in it. Yeah. It's basically like being in a giant nature preserve, but then it's a huge cocktail bar with big pad- uh, big uh, yeah. sofas and chairs everywhere. It's awesome. And Cliff's Edge, it, another cliff-based tree place. Yes. That was uh, that outside had a lot of trees in it. Mm. Yeah. Now no longer exists. No. Nope. what? Well, yeah. now it's Barbacari. So you got, you're getting an L.A. tour. Yeah. That's, you know, this is the thing. <laughs> Please tell that there's been a pandemic. And yeah. I'm bitter about it. Yeah. <laughs> realized today i'm bitter about it because i've been keeping my little child like safe you have to do that these days been showing her the world or hanging out with grandparents Mm -hmm. really and Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. a year you know over a year of her life is gone yeah you got it almost she's three and a half like she's driving yeah, she's, uh, she's done. So I, told her, I said childhood. it was early. I said it was early to get her a car. <laughs> she's got a car. It's a Tesla. Okay. Olive wants a car. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I was just uh, thinking, uh, being mad in all these venues, like where we do our hot tub show is in, you know, up in the air. Yep. But that being said, when they say that we're gonna, they're we're losing this and that in the other place, doesn't that just mean another rich person is just buying it and renaming it, and it'll keep the same vibe? There'll be a big, mm-hmm. the grand reopening That's will the happen, mark, right? Yeah. But it won't change from bar to. It might bookstore, which we need more bookstores. Well, that was people always doing. Everybody's always buying up land and making those bookstores. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, the overhead is too good on this alcohol sales. <laughs> what a bookstore! Less drinking, more reading. That's what all the billionaires say. What takes up a lot of space and makes no profit whatsoever? <laughs> Hardback books. Uh, Kristen, Thanks, thank guys. you so much for being on the podcast. Of course, so yeah, I did your first one ever. Yes, and now Maybe I'm doing last your last one. one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was a pleasure, and I really love you guys. Uh, love, love you too. You too. Uh, um, anything you want to plug? Everyone should watch the Mysterious Benedict Society. Yeah, watch it. It, it binge it up, binge it up. And that's on Disney. Disney Plus. And you can also watch What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, What We Do in the Shadows Season 3 is now um, premiering and dropping as we speak. And yep. you can watch that either on FX or FX on Hulu. The next day. Both the, great. The most confusing way to run Hulu is to have then multiple channels inside Hulu that you have to you then got that right. A lot of backroom deals, okay? <laughs> uh, when, the, when these shows are getting bonzled. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Oh, and Bob's Burgers, yes, too, which you can, Fox. which is going to premiere in a few weeks. Great, Ooh, that's on exciting, Fox. and that's also right. on Hulu later, folks. Kristen Shaw, three television shows going mm. at mm-hmm. once. That's a new record. It's usually only two. Uh, one thing that embarrasses me is talking about my career. Yeah, there <laughs> so, we go. We can end go. with that. Thank you so much, Kristen. We love you. I love you guys. Bye. Bye.
Nothing's true. 